Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Yeah, welcome in pro wrestling fans here on a Saturday. It is time for the podcast edition of Busted Open Radio. I'm your Saturday host, Ryan McKinnell. And joining me, as always, we got the world's strongest man, Mark Henry and Mark, it's always great doing a Saturday show because we usually come off the best show that is in professional wrestling, and it makes, well, it's no different this Saturday. SmackDown was on fire last night, and I'll tell you what, a big reason why SmackDown was so good, a resurging appearance of the one and only Shinsuke Nakamura. Man, we get into it, and guys, like you don't want to miss today's show. Shinsuke, not only did he come back with his old music, but he came back with that old Shinsuke flavor. You do not want to miss it. He was awesome. Speaking of not wanting to miss it, Ryback, the big guy, remember him? Yeah, he made a tweet. He made a tweet this week that had people upset, um, really trashed the business. And, and I mean, again, people were well, emotional and none more than uh, our own very own former champion, Mark but, Henry. Yeah, just, Mark. just tune in and you'll, you'll, <laughs> you'll get – the full wrath of the world's strongest man. So you don't want to miss that. Ryan and myself, you don't want to miss it. Well, I'm certainly not going to argue with him. Sit back, click play. Let's get it going. Bust it open on a Saturday. Talking about sometimes you got to fight for love, right? Sometimes you got to stand up for what you believe in. Uh, this tweet mm. from the big guy, mm. I bet. Yeah, I just wanted to get your mm. thoughts. We were having, we had in, our, we had it in our text group yesterday with a uh, bully, Tommy, Dave, yourself, everybody, the whole crew, right? Um, I, I sent didn't get it your to thoughts. Everybody. Yeah, I, I know you did. But here's the tweet for those of you that missed it. Former WWE superstar Ryback tweeted out for no real reason. I think this is the important part, right? The WWE on Fox official account tweeted out this question. The best superstar to never win the WWE championship is, and then it left it blank. And then completely unprompted, out of nowhere, for whatever reason, the big guy, Ryback. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Can I I throw the brakes on it? Please do, yes. Fans, there were people that took that question and started answering the question. Right. And some of those people said Ryback. And Ryback looked at that and went, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. And his ego got hurt. Okay. Well. The WWE didn't poke a stab him. No. The fans were stating their point. That's that's what this show is. Mm -hmm. That's why we have a caller line. 
so they can call in and interject whatever the hell they want to say as it relates to wrestling or anything else that we say on this show. There's some people that don't, they don't have to agree with us. We're not going to turn their mic off <laughs> while they stay. I would actually, point. I would actually, I, truth be told, I would actually, people disagree with us. I would actually appreciate if people called in and said, you're both wrong. Here's what I think. Because I mean, I come from a yelly family, so I like to yell Mark. So let's go. Oh, like, okay. let's, yeah, let's, let's. So um, I'm sorry. I just wanted to interject that. Now you can, Please continue, oh, no. sir, and educate us <laughs> on what the the big guy, the yeah. uh, mm, yeah, <laughs> mm. the big well, we'll just leave said. it at that. So the, the the official WWE on Fox account tweeted out the best superstar to ever win the WWE championship is, and then as Mark said, apparently people threw Ryback right back in there. Anyway, Ryback felt the need to quote tweet it, and he said this: "Wrestling's fake, guys, and the championships are props to market entertainers as quote champions. Nobody has actually won or lost a prop as scripted physical entertainment is incapable of that. This tweet explains so much, though, on your TV deal with them. What the fuck is this guy talking about? Like, I'm not even trying. Like, I don't even like. What? Do you, why? What? Do you, we all know what it is, sour, dude. It's 2021. Sour grapes. Yeah. Sour grapes. You know, and it, it's it's about it's about talent and the way that your peers look at you uh, a lot of his peers looked at him as difficult okay a lot of his peers looked at him as dangerous i worked with him a bunch of times and never had no problems i mean i i didn't like getting chopped especially with gloves with a little metal bar in them it hurt like hell yeah and yes we talk about it on this show all the time that it's a show, it's mm-hmm. sports entertainment. Of course, it is a reflection of sports. You're gonna, but are you gonna tell a Mark Henry? We don't you... use the term fake, right? It's, it's, you know, we're, we're the, the the championship is the championship. It's not a prop, and he's wrong. He's a hundred percent wrong. You know, I've been a I've been a world champion in three sports. And I consider pro wrestling one of those. But it was the politics that got me to the top. It was the fact that I'm damn good at entertainer that got me to the top because entertainment is in the name, the job description. And it's sports. And I've been a world champion in two other sports and a national champion in another sport that led me to the WWE. Ryback can't take away what I achieved. And it was an achievement. And it's an achievement when a guy starts in uh, little gyms learning how to wrestle or coming from amateur backgrounds or wherever they came from. It's an achievement to get brought up to the indies and say, you know what, I'm going to work in this promotion. And the promotion goes, wow, man, people care about you. The people, the fans that love sports entertainment like you. You earned it. You achieved that. Right. Then you, the big times call. AEW, New Japan, WWE, ROH, Impact, MLW, whatever company. They call you and say, hey, man, we really like to have a meeting with you about coming in and working for us. He contradicted himself by saying, and I quote, nobody has actually ever won 
or lost a prop as scripted physical entertainment is incapable of that. What I just said just debunked what he just quoted himself, what, what he just said in that quote. There's no way that your bitter ass, and I'm talking to you, Ryback. Your name is not Ryback, but whatever your name is, I don't even know your real name. Skip, whatever it is. You are wrong. Every wrestler that sees your face should walk up to you and say, hey, you're an asshole. And I hope you know how to fight for real. Because you know and I know there's a lot of people that will whoop your ass. Because I will, if, if I saw you, I would tell you, hey, man, you're an asshole. And if you want it with me, I, you could get the first one. Go ahead. Your punches taste like candy. And it's a bunch of guys out there that feel the same way that I do, the way you talk shit on our business. I feed my family with this business. This show, hey, it's a show about wrestling. I'm not an active talent. I'm not an employee. But I love the business enough to not let you sit here and talk shit on it and trivialize it because you failed because you didn't achieve that you didn't become a champion so you feel like it's something that's given it's a prop you're wrong it's a championship for a company that's a sports entertainment company what have you ever been a champion in outside of wrestling are you a champion in your own home? Do your dogs like you? Do people around you respect you for being more than a wrestler or a muscle head? I've been a muscle head my whole life. And people respect me for it. You owe the wrestling industry an apology. If you don't, I think that pro wrestlers all over the world should never give you respect. When they see you, they should, they, should, they should walk in front of you. They should stand in line in front of you and force you to fight them. Because I tell you, if, <laughs> you, you, have, you have really, and, and from, I'm going to go back to Silsby. You told your draws with me. I have zero respect for you. And I think that, you know, I'm I'm gonna answer, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at this, I'm gonna look at this text that my wife is sending because she's listening to me. And she said, "You lose, good day, sir." <laughs> and I quote, "I'm done. I'm done with it. No respect." Well, that is a that's a lot to digest. I know a lot of you are listening there. You couldn't see Mark, but I could, and it's terrifying. Call him and if you if fans tweet him. <laughs> And tell him, I don't care. I come and, you know, my wife would be pissed if I came to Vegas and hung out with you, Ryan, and went to his gym to incite a ride. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to pick on him. I said what I had to say. I said how I feel. Well. And I hope that I represent the mass populace of pro wrestlers because, um, he spit in all of our face. 
He knew what he was doing, Mark. It's not like he did. Listen, he knows that people have died in this business. He knows that people have broken their necks in this business. He knows that people have broken femurs, cheekbones, missing fucking eyes, broken legs. The list goes on, right? The pain, the suffering that a person, that an athlete gives to this business to become a champion. There's nothing fake about it. Now, yes, I understand that the belt is given to you by Vince McMahon. It doesn't mean you didn't have to put a shit ton of work and make a ton of sacrifice. Exactly. And he knows that. Right. He knows that. So and I'm not even a wrestler, but to me, it's shitting on all that pain, all that suffering, all that death, all the sacrifice, all the serious shit about this business, all the darkness about this business. When you come out and you say it doesn't matter. I can't imagine. I I think that is I don't want to speak for you. You spoke for yourself, but I would imagine that's where a lot of that anger and a lot of that disdain comes from. Man, that's where the anger and the disdain comes from, because. Um, and I, and I said it before, I, I never had a problem in the ring with Ryback, but I know how difficult he could be. I know that when stuff was not skewed in his direction and it wasn't about him, oh, he's Mm -hmm. going to Vince McMahon's office and he's going to sit there until Vince comes out so he can say, Hey boss, um, man. I've lost like three times, three weeks in a row. I man, I listen. I had close to eight thousand matches. Did you really? From beginning to end. Wow. And I guarantee you that if you did a, if if somebody did a tally, that I probably lost eighty percent of those. Yeah. It's not about the winning and losing. It's about the achievement part. Right. It's about the earning your way to the top to where the company sees you as a viable commodity. And can we sell tickets? Can we put asses in seats with this guy? Right. right. They obviously thought no with Ryback. And he's bitter about it. And he's wrong. And he owes the wrestling industry an apology. And if he don't get it, wrestlers all over the world should shit on him for his, the rest of his existence. Here's the other thing that I find so interesting about you specifically speaking about this. And I, and again, you can correct me if I'm wrong and call me an idiot. I don't care. I'm cool with that, right? Because I don't know. I wouldn't but when that. I hear you talking about Ryback and you talk about that that attitude that he's got and you know the mistake, you're, you're bitter and you're all, I feel like Mark Henry could have been that version of Ryback 20 years ago. When and I, I was when, when, in the first 10. Exactly. And that's why I'm enjoying your words so much, because I think like you speak from experience. There was a time where obviously he came in with the big contract, right? Uh, you had the nation, then he gets sent down to OVW. You, you know, you were you had uh, anger issues. You had anger issues. You were bitter. You were all these things. You weren't champion yet, but you made yourself into a champion. You went to Calgary. You did the right. You cared about professional wrestling. I'm not saying you didn't before. I'm just saying other things may have gotten in the way. But it is, it is really interesting to hear you speak about this because of your experiences. I'd say that I hope Ryback listens, but I, I, I think we're past that. I think we passed that. I think that the only thing now that can be done is the apology. Yeah. I was bitter. I was angry. I think I made a mistake. And the words that I chose because of my anger, and I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. To all those guys and all those girls and all the marketers and all of those promoters and all those owners of companies, like I, 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 I'm, I've been mad with the company 
but I never was mad at the business. I never in my life shit on the business, man. Like my my yeah. I'm a, my feelings are hurt. That's a guy that. I shared the locker room with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we call each other brother because we're like family. And for him to do that would be like my own brother saying, man, we ain't brothers. We ain't family. We just had the same birth mother. That would hurt my soul. That's how I feel. My soul is hurt. And I know that I speak for all the boys and girls. And when I say the boys, I mean the girls too. Mm -hmm. I speak for all of us. When I say that you can always be frustrated. Uh, we talked we talked yesterday with Maria. Canellas. Mm-hmm. Yep. She she said she was bitter, but she said that she was bitter at the company, not looking at her as the way that she saw her. But she never was bitter at the business. That was yesterday. Everybody has their bitter moment. I guarantee you. If you call Chris Jericho, Undertaker, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, they've been bitter. They've been angry at Vince, at the company, at the situation that they were in. Uh, man, I should be the main event at WrestleMania, not him. Uh, something, anything. Everybody's had a bitter yeah. moment. But never have you heard any of those names that I mentioned Shit on the business. Throw salt, rub salt in the wound of something that everybody loves and holds so dear. Golly, bro. I can't even call you bro no more. Like, you, you, you are. I, I wouldn't be surprised if I heard in the news that he threw a punch at somebody and got his ass whooped. I, I, it would be, I'd be like, yeah, I knew it was coming. <laughs> that was like uh, when former Notre Dame, remember Jimmy Clausen, the Notre Dame fighting Irish? He got stuck at a bar outside of South Bend, like his senior year when he was the starting quarterback at Notre Dame. Like, I, you, you got to do something real shitty to be the starting quarterback at Notre Dame to get punched in the mouth, right? Like, you got the same thing. Yeah. If you're right back, you remember Dak Prescott got beat yeah, up? Of course. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> he was in college. <laughs> Just you one know, of those. Don't take huh. that. Don't. Yeah. Don't <laughs> yeah. take. Don't take your mouth. Don't let your mouth overload your ass. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. I like it. Those are the wise words from our sage, Mark Henry. All right, Mark. Listen, we're gonna come back. I want to head out to the phone calls because we got tons of people wanting to chime in about this Ryback situation. So we're gonna keep the conversation rolling. We're gonna give you a few minutes to cool off. Although it was very much appreciated, I totally understand the uh, emotion behind that, and I, it sounds like some fans. Have some emotion as well. 877-344-4893. 877-FIGHT93. Busted open on a Saturday. I'm Ryan McKinnell. That is Mark Henry. We're talking about this Ryback tweet that was making the rounds. Uh, Mark Henry, obviously, you know, uh, had his feelings on the tweet. I'm done with it. Tweet from Ryback. Talking, here we go, full quote. Wrestling's fake, guys, and the championships are props to market entertainers as champions. Nobody has actually ever won or lost a prop. As scripted, physical entertainment is incapable of that. This tweet, yeah, whatever. That was Ryback essentially burying the business. And again, you know, that's that's we know what the business is. The business has been exposed. This isn't Ryback telling a ABC crew in 1985 about, you know what I mean? But it's the, as Mark said, 
in the last segment. It's the sacrifice, the, the journey to get to that championship, the pain, the emotions, all the things that it takes to get there. That is a championship, and it is earned. What do you think, Mark? You want to head out to the phone lines, catch up with the nation, Man, get their let's thoughts? let the fans give their yeah. opinions because yeah. I've already stated mine. Yep, I like it. Let's head out to your state, Mark, your city, sort of. Houston, we got Carl in Houston wanting to talk Ryback. What's up, Carl? Welcome in. How y'all doing? Uh, Mark Cameron, you talked to me before uh, a few years back on another show uh, for Sirius XM. Uh, you were a guest for uh, someone. They called it a wrestling toy. I grew up uh, watching Paul Bosch years ago in like the uh, 80s, and you had great views and stuff back then. Matter of fact, I think the sleeper hole uh, he used when he was wrestling at one point. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I forgot about him. Um for you to sit up and, you know, uh, complain and what have you, have you even won a title or anything when you were in a WWE? And what have you done after the fact? You, I mean, you see other people when they say, yeah, I've got, you know, a five-year-old or what have you, whatever, but they picked up and they made uh, better uh, work decisions and made uh more money or what have you. I mean, they stock grew afterward because they had better matches and stuff and just the sacrifice. Yeah, they went man. to other companies and right. cut their teeth and proved themselves and said, you know what, man, I see where I was making my mistakes. Yeah. When the WWE comes calling the next time or AEW or NXT, uh, like whatever wrestling promotion, I, I, I'm going I'm, I'm to be a better version of myself. Exactly. He didn't do that. Nah, he, he didn't. He All he does is go to the gym and peddle uh, sports performance products. That's I want to see uh, uh, Bianca Belair and, and uh, Naomi match. I mean, that would be a great mm. match. Uh, that oh would God. be good. Right. Yes, you know, Naomi, were, uh, Na Naomi would have to come back in order for that to happen. Right, so exactly. let's let's send some letters and tweets to the WWE to bring Naomi back. <laughs> right. And make that happen. Thank you. Man, great call, man. Thank you. You're Thank right. you, Carl. We appreciate Who it. Who else we got to... online, Ryan? Well, we got our buddy Angel in Puerto Rico. Let's yeah. catch up with that. What's up, Angel? My brothers. What's up, brothers? What's up, bro? What's up, dude? I, I wasn't even going to call today, but I share your own sentiment with this whole right back situation because i hate when fans are like they hate but some people are over hating and right back has always just over hated on everything because <laughs> yes. for you to be in the position you are <laughs> and to just shit on the industry as you're shitting on it right now by those comments Man, fuck you and your history because you disrespect your own history by saying that stuff. That is an acceptable. I feel, I feel like if he feels that way, Angel, that he should relinquish his royalties. Like no more yeah, royalty checks. <laughs> All your at the very least, checks. at the very least, Mark, donate them. Donate them to a children's hospital, then tough guy. Yeah, give him the give work him to you a put tough in. Guy. Yeah. yeah, don't take the check. Yep. Yeah, because. When he that royalty check comes, send it to the St. Jude. Send it to send it back. Uh, send the, it to the Cauliflower Alley Club. Send it the to the Cauliflower Fucking Alley, Alley Club. Club. There yeah, we go. Send it, right. send it. The United Negro College Fund somewhere. There you go. Send it. Right. Don't take it. Every time, every time Ryback's name is everyone's mouth is because he's cheating on the industry. If he's talking about uh, Vince McMahon's condition, if he's talking about uh, the industry as a whole, man, just. 
to hell with his comments because bro yeah, there's no space angel that in the group in this industry angel i i i really you know what man um that that pissed me off you know when when he was talking about vince mcmahon's like the condition that he's in and that the business won't get better until Vince is gone. Man, I was just like, if I was Shane McMahon, if if I was Shane McMahon, I would buy his house and kick him out of it. (laughs) (laughs) I would do what he does. Whatever gym that he go, that he works out in, I would go to the gym and I would buy it and wait on him. (laughs) You're on my property. Get the hell out of here. Go somewhere else. <laughs> I was spite, I, man, the spiteful, I would torture the him. spiteful the spiteful things we would do if we were super rich, Mark. <laughs> oh man, if I was if I was super rich, if I my daddy was a billionaire. If, if it was, was the B's, if it was the B's instead of the M's, <laughs> if it was billionaire instead of millionaire, oh my God. Oh my goodness gracious, man. I'm telling you, that dude would have a horrible life. He would have a horrible life, man. Because that was so well, disrespectful to talk about that guy's dad. And, uh, I mean, you might have your opinions of somebody, but you don't wish bad health on nobody. Man, I, I'm sitting here with a cast on my leg that with an infection that I had in my foot that I could have died from. And I don't wish bad health on nobody. I mean, there is no human being walking this earth including the the 44 i would not wish the bad health on anyone and he did that like he went from that to where we are today like what's wrong with him mark mark i'm reading this i'm reading this line from producer andre he goes shane does the monday night nitro on ryback's life <laughs> Where he just, he's, here's Ryback's gym. Hey, Ryback, good to see you. Yeah, this does this look familiar? This is your gym. I bought it. And here's your, and then the next clip is him out in front of Ryback's home. And I bought it. Here's his hospital. And I bought it. Here's your daughter. She's mine. I don't know. I'm just, yes. Oh, Andre, yeah. I'm completely with it. And, and hey, we appreciate the call as always, man. Appreciate that was great guys. stuff, Angel. It was good. Angel, keep you. calling, man. We appreciate you. Hey everyone, this is Kirk Morrison. This is Greg McElroy. And this is Nate Burleson. With the 2020 NFL season finally upon us, we're excited to announce three new NFL podcasts from SiriusXM. On Total Coverage, we'll explore the hows and the whys behind the week's biggest results. On Inside the Pocket, we will go under the helmet for all the quarterbacks in the NFL. And on 17 Weeks, Jamal Adams, Emmanuel Sanders, and Eric Ebron will discuss the latest NFL stories straight from the locker room. New episodes of all three podcasts will be available every week on the SiriusXM app and wherever you get your podcasts. On SmackDown, we talked a lot about Roman Reigns. We talked a lot about Shinsuke Nakamura. Listen, we are – I'm really excited about Shinsuke, man. I, I, I mean, yeah. it was a great win, but it, was, it, was, it wasn't so much about the win against Jey Uso. It was the new – well, the new theme music, the return to the old theme music. No more rapping from the, the, the man that was on there. There's no more lyrics. It's just the classic NXT presentation of Shinsuke. The, the, the in-ring is great like it always is with him. It's just a very exciting time. Uh, one thing we didn't really talk about, Mark, was the great job that Big E did. Is I mean, he does a great job with anything he does, but I love seeing Big E hanging out on the, the couch and lounging during that match. It was just great comedic relief, and you really can't go wrong. You using need Big that. E in any capacity. Yeah, yeah. 
Like, I mean, he does such a good job on commentary. I think that, you know, he's one of those guys that after wrestling is over for him, it would be very fun to, to hear him on commentary being very glib. And he's a really smart guy. Yeah. Uh, him and Xavier Woods. And uh, I, I just like uh, seeing him in that capacity. Uh, I'm hoping that Big E allows himself the the chance to be laughed at and laughed with and not just be a serious champion. Everybody keeps saying, man, he needs to get serious. He needs to, you know, toughen up. And this, I, listen, your natural personality is what's going to lead you. And I think that, man, he's got it figured out. Like, if, if he's allowed to keep doing what he's doing, the sky's the limit. And don't trip. There's not like there aren't funny people in this world that can't beat the shit out of you. Like, that's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, this idea that you can't Santino be funny. Santino Morella, point A. That dude's the a dude, shooter. The dude, hey, he's the funniest guy i ever seen in wrestling. Like, in the ring, yeah. like, you can't stand across from him and not laugh if he's. But he's a hard, he's a hard dude, though, too, right? Yes, man. I yeah. mean, like a. a he, I think he came. He was a silver medalist in Canada, and in judo. Okay. Like, <laughs> he's the dude is serious, and I, I wrestled around with him before, and he was like, "Man, I, I just have to take a chance, and use your momentum against you, use your weight against you." And he showed me stuff, and like he was very, you know, um, given with teaching. And, of course, he didn't want to try to throw me because he said it was a 50-50 chance that I would land on him. And he was like, <laughs> I don't want that either. So, uh, what a good dude, man. And yeah. tough as nails. And uh, got the Battle Arts Academy up in Canada, in Toronto, right out or in Mansaga. And um, just a beautiful human being. But a tough guy, but very, very comical and very funny. Well, let's keep the conversation rolling because we got one man who wants to talk about Big E, and that is our good friend holding it down in the state of Alabama. You know what time it is. It's Bama Dave. What's up, Dave? Bama Happy Dave. Saturday. Well, first and foremost, guys, roll tide. Okay, there you go. Congrats on the championship, I guess. I, I don't know. You beat my Irish, and <laughs> you guys win every year. I, I'll just say this. I hope you appreciate it because, you know, I mean, oh, I it's do. a lot of championships. I saw you guys out there in the streets in Tuscaloosa celebrating maskless. Do you no, just think, no yeah, Bam and Dave, that Bam and Dave, me. you got so, I know it wasn't you. It was your people. Could you tell your people you got enough championships, you've had enough titles, you can sit your ass inside for one championship celebration because you got so many, Dave. You got so many. We can't oh. lose it, man. It, it just, it, it, hey, look, come on, guys. It, it, Mark, Mark, you know this. Every every world championship <laughs> you win, you can't just not celebrate it. I've had this before. You got to go celebrate. Man, the, Lake, the Lakers won the championship this year in the bubble in 2020, and I, I, it hurt my soul not to be able to celebrate. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I would have flown to Los Angeles and did the parade and everything. They just didn't do it. Absolutely. Hey, real quick, guys, you set me up perfectly. You're talking about Canada. Shout out to my, one of my good friends, Vanessa, up in Ontario. She and a bunch of the nation members want to know if there's any way, Mark, you can ask Biggie where he got that Ghostbusters sweater. They all want it. 
<laughs> that's that's another thing. Like Biggie has um he's he's a fan of movies. He's a fan of gaming. Yeah. Like pop culture, like stuff that's like he 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 embodies that and people so feel smart. him for it. It's, yeah. it's smart. It's smart, but I tell you what, I bet you that the company that makes those shirts um, they're going to have an uprise in sales because like your friends want it. I'm sure there's other people that do as well. And Absolutely. speaking of an up and, and, and Dave, speaking of a uprise in sales for shirts, I would be remiss if I didn't plug our pal over here, Mark Henry with his James Harden inspired Brooklyn, Brooklyn nine, nine shirt up on pro wrestling tees. I, I know you've seen it Bama day, but just, you know, yeah. big clap to Mark Henry for, Man, you, you see a good thing and you roll with it, man. I even got to get it. I got to get that shirt. That's your best shirt since the Hall of Pain. So uh, I'm with it. I'm with it. Let's go. Anyway, sorry, Dave. Continue. That's all right. That's all right. I'll make my question quick because I know you got other callers. And that is, guys, seeing all we're seeing with Big E, this is for both of you, but, Mark, I really want to hear you because I know you see things coming that a lot of us don't. Um, do you guys think that looking at everything that's going on with Big E right now with that IC title and now this story that he's in with Apollo Crews, do you guys still consider Big E a favorite to win the Royal Rumble this year? Or are you guys kind of like me? Daniel Bryan is the one thing left. He hasn't done. He deserves one more good championship run, even if he doesn't win it. Even if he goes in there and gives Roman a great match and puts Roman over, this may be Daniel Bryan's last big thing to do and win the Royal Rumble. Or do you guys still think, don't roll Big E out. Big E is going to win the Royal Rumble this year. Man, this is, in my opinion, this is the hardest year in the last probably five or six years to yeah. to, to point out what what's going to happen. It's, it's, it's so many options. Um, this will be a great time for Edge to come back again. I mean, the, like what he did last year in the Rumble, uh, coming back. I mean, it's just, man, anything could happen. And I, it would be hard-pressed, but if I had the option of Daniel or Big E, I like the storyline of Daniel after having this losing streak. Yes. Win the Rumble. Yes. And then be asked, Daniel, you like you 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 won the Rumble, but you uh, you you haven't had an actually a, a, a good run lately like are you confident that you can actually uh beat roman reigns and he could say you know what i'm not confident but i'm gonna go out there and do the best i could do and you know i got a new baby at home i'd love to take that title home and beautiful my kid be able to see their dad being a champ man that's that's what it is that's the emotional side of 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 pro wrestling, the entertainment as well as the realness. When in this world of wrestling is fake, that's the realness and feeling of pro wrestling. And I think Daniel Bryan could do that as good as anybody. I think Big E is gonna have all the time in the world to uh put his spin on being a world champion. Dave, sure. thanks for the call, man. Thank you thanks guys. For the Appreciate call, it. Bro. Have a good day. All right, you too, buddy. You too. All right, we got about a minute left here in hour two. Coming up in hour three, you know what damn time it is. It is. We are just about time for Weekly Winner, where we give you our best show that was in the week of professional wrestling. Mark, it's going to be a close one this week, man. We had a lot of good shows. 
Hey, everybody, this is Fran Freshella, host of the podcast World of Basketball. The game of basketball has truly become a global game. Markovic buys it into Mickey, and somehow it goes in. Each week, I talk with the players, coaches, and executives who have led the way in growing the game of basketball around the world. Real Madrid have stolen victory from the jaws of defeat. Episodes are available every Thursday on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and Apple Podcasts. The landscape of pro wrestling is evolving, which means more options for fans. So many activities. Mark Henry and Ryan McKinnell are here to answer the difficult questions. What was the best show this week? If you ain't first, you're last. The week's over, so get over. This is the Busted Open Weekly Winner. Ooh, that's right. Weekly winner time here on a Saturday. I'm Ryan McKinnell. That is Mark Henry, you know the damn deal from Triple H showing up on Monday Night Raw to the Dusty Rhodes Classic happening on NXT, AEW putting on another great show, and then SmackDown delivering in a big way last night on Friday. There's a lot to get to, Mark. It was a really great week that was in professional wrestling. I'll lead with you, buddy. Who was your weekly winner for this week of January? I don't know, 15th, middle of January. I'll just say that. What do you got? You know what, man, for um, all that happened um, this week with Drew McIntyre and the COVID, you know, deal still Mm -hmm. making an impact on everybody. Um, I, I thought that they did a hell of a job. You mean like, like pivoting and everything? Yeah, yeah. Pivoting yeah. on a dime yeah. and um really I can't say that they that Triple H his involvement was a uh, in case of emergency break glass, but it was kind of like that. And he did a hell of a job doing that. And the show was good. It was full of entertaining things as well as the way the show ended. Like, you know, I mean, I think that we could have maybe done that last week. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I think that there was a bigger, you know, it was like uh, we got to pivot, like you said. And they did. They did a good job of that. Yeah, I agree. Um, you, You go to... Uh, AEW and NXT, once again, bro, them shows were good. I mean, they were good. I mean, it's been a while since um, since I, I, I looked at both of those shows and was like, I can't pick. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, both shows were good. We got to see Jade. You know, and 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 the uh, the little skirmish that that ha- that popped off. Jade and her sixty four pack. Uh, like, how can you have a a twelve pack? I Man, mean, I you're I'm not talking dude. about. <laughs> I'm not talking about beer. Yeah, no. I'm like, I want Just, it's ridiculous. I'd, I'd take a two pack. I just take to have my abs just split down the middle, <laughs> just, just just to see a little definition. I just I got a one pack. I got a one pack my dude, whole life. Uh, we got a keg. They got yeah, a six got a keg. pack. We got a keg. Yep. But like, I mean, it was just <laughs> very entertaining show. Yep. And um, 
same thing with, with, with AEW. You know, without getting into the specifics of the matches like I've done the last three weeks where it took me almost 30 minutes to Oh, stop. To do this. I want to hear I'm, you I'm, get into the matches. But, you know, it's, it's um, I thought that, and, and can I, okay, I'm going to do it. I, I was not going to do it. No, let's go. I was go. not going to do it. Um, Serena Deeb and mm-hmm. Tay Conti. I was like, I'm not going to make reference to the cheeks hanging out, but bro. We were all thinking it. Come on. Dude. What a good match. Yeah. It was a really good match. Like, for Tay, I mean, I I expect Serena being, you know, a woman that actually taught Tay Conti and and NXT before she came to AEW. And um, she's done wonders with the women's division because they have been doing really good, like, at AEW. The women's division was kind of the weak point. Yep. And they are no longer a weak point. Well, but, and Mark, the NWA has had a big reason to do with that. Thunder Rosa, yeah, Serena yeah, D. Thunder Rosa yeah. come and Thunder Rosa come over and Abaddon. Like, like they've done a good job. I want to see some of the, the, the normal faces, too, uh, start to step up. and. Yep, and let's uh, get impact over. Yep, and get that, get that going. But those cheeks hanging out, yeah. bro. Is there is there a better set of cheeks in the nope. world of pro wrestling? Nope. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, I, 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 I shouldn't say no unequivocally. There's people that's going to be like, you're being sexist. No, I'm not. Well, I'm pointing I mean, out the obvious. I mean, like, people can was, be hot. It's okay. People can be hot, Mark. Like, girls watch Randy Orton, and they're not, you know, they'll talk about his. I mean, it is what it is. It's a skin game. Let's go. People are wrestling half naked. Tay Conti's hot. It's a great ass. I don't know what else to say. Yeah. Wow. All right. You said it. Yeah. Right. I mean, well, I'm I'm not, not, I'm not, it was right there in our face, it, man. Like, it, do you man. want us not to address it? It was great. Man. Thank you. That it, they did a, they did a roll up spot and I had to turn my head to see if my wife was watching. Felt, I was you like, felt bad. you felt, what you the? felt like you were just minor. I felt cheating, like I was doing like, something wrong. Yeah. Just, just like 5% cheating. Oh my God! It was it was like I know people are laughing right now, but I was serious. Nah, bro, that's like, bro, that's where I get up and I I make a sandwich in the kitchen, so I'm behind her. So now she's in the front of the room watching, <laughs> and I'm behind her, and she can't see how how closely I'm paying attention to this. It's my job, Mark. I gotta pay attention. I gotta uh, watch to with the watch. utmost. Yeah, I gotta watch with the utmost care, and and uh, yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to give it to AEW just because they had like a a, a stellar showing. Of, but, you could, <laughs> but you could. Um, oh, but you could. But I'm. I'm. I just have to get back to SmackDown, man. SmackDown. They Roman Reigns. Like I. I guess it was three times that you saw Roman. You saw Roman. Yeah, I said. Early. I. I said he was basically like the metronome to that show, Mark. He really yeah. set the pace throughout those two hours. Look at the big word on. Look at you, Ryan. You that's that Ball word. State. Edu- that's that Ball State education. World's strongest Ball man. Ball State, baby. Shout out, Mac, baby. Mac Conference. <laughs> so you you see the the influence of Roman Reigns <laughs> on one of our one of our really great talents. You know, like Apollo Cruz has been Intercontinental Champion. He's he's 
rose from the ashes of obscurity and shown himself to be a phoenix. Yeah. And and somebody that you can actually put in there with anybody and have a good match. Um, now he's sitting with Roman Reigns and taking tutelage from a conversation that he had last week with Paul Heyman about mm-hmm. him not being serious enough, him not being cutthroat enough, him allowing um, Big E to come in his house and eat his food and sleep with his wife and yada, yada. I'm like, whoa, like you talk about a Manchurian candidate where <laughs> he just completely goes into his brain and reprograms him. And now you have Apollo Crews come out, have a great match, and have a face-to-face with Big E after going and taking his title off the couch. Now he's going into a guy's house and trying to eat his food. I mean, it was it was Roman Reigns was the the primary factor in that happening. So you got his effect on another match that was not his. Then you get a, 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 a contract signing where we find out that Roman Reigns is um, um, not going to have the match that he intended on having. And that whole saga, R- Roman Reigns dominated the show without wrestling. Yep. Damn. When you start talking about good, and you can actually, and there were so many other things. I started talking about the match between Cesaro and Daniel Bryan. Mm. How great that match was. You know, you start talking about Shinsuke returning to prominence his going back to the to the music that we all love to seeing him coming out right and him coming out and having the match that he had and 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 winning Cesaro and Shinsuke winning in the same show hmm man that sounds great <laughs> there were so many things that happened that is making me lean in the direction of SmackDown. I, I cannot not give it to SmackDown because, and, and we had we had some new things. You know, I always say I, I, like, I like returns. I like title changes. You like to be I popped. like surprises. Yeah. And you know what? We got to, we got to see some things that was uh, kind of new and surprising. So, um, this week, guys, if you're not first, you're last. And I'm going to have to give it to SmackDown. Another win in the SmackDown category for Mark Henry. All right, Mark. Well, SmackDown was a great show, and you were right about Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw was a much better show. Uh, they they suffer from the three hours, but, you know, I think, you know, having – uh, you know, Triple H on the show obviously helped, you know, raised some eyebrows. AJ Styles and Gulak, uh, Gulak, Drew Gulak, that was fun. Um, you know, Keith Lee and Sheamus. There was just a lot to like about Monday Night Raw. Just a lot of good pro wrestling matches. Simple. I like Lacey Evans. I, the Lacey Evans and Charlotte Flair stuff. Um, it was good. I like it. Rick, Rick well, I, I like this. 
Yep, I like the Styles make fights part, and I also just liked it. You know, Charlotte and Lacey, they're both bigger. They're more physical. They're both highly athletic. They can do great spots. And then, yeah, man, you throw Ric Flair into it. And and I got to be honest, Mark, I haven't always liked the way that Rick was used with Charlotte. Only because, like, and I, it's just my personal opinion. It, sometimes it's been better than others. And then other times I just catch myself asking, is it really necessary for Rick to be involved in this? This is probably the start of the way this is unva- uh, unraveling or unveiling, whatever you want to call it, right? The Lacey and Rick angle against Charlotte and I'm your new mommy and all that. That is great because I feel like it fits Rick's character, right? Yeah. It, it's 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 something that we know from Rick. He's a ladies' man and, and yada, yada, yada. It fits the nature boy profile. And it also fits the, you know, the... <laughs> the ways of the world, the young, beautiful blonde being with the rich, old, powerful. You know what I mean? It's just, it it, it seems to align and make sense. So I really like what's happening on Monday. Monday was a much better show than it has been in weeks prior. Still not for me, a weekly winner. Impact was good. Uh, Yeah. Impact was good. Mark on Tuesday. I, I don't have it near the top right but don't worry we got a full hard to kill preview coming up next impact fans so we are about to dive into that when we come back good show but not anywhere in the weekly winner uh race for me this week this week uh dynamite mark was a really good show i love that darby allen and brian cage match i I feel like not everybody loved it i was kind of surprised because i felt like it was just a really well told story yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I listened to Dave and Bully, and I listened to Dave and Tommy. Yeah. And the two matches that I thought needed more love this week was Darby Allen and yep. – um, why is this? Brian, Brian Cage. Cage. Right and back. And also uh, Johnny Gargano <laughs> and yeah. Dexter Loomis. I thought those yep. two matches uh, were really good matches this week that didn't get the love that I thought they should have got. I completely agree with you. Especially. I didn't even mention both matches in in my weekly winner, so I think I'm I'm a part of the problem too. <laughs> I just realized that. Yeah, the two matches that you thought over, got overlooked, yeah, you overlooked, but that's okay. The Gargano the Gargano match, you're absolutely correct, and Loomis was awesome, and I always love a roll up. Um, and I said last week, huh. we need more Dexter Loomis. Yep. Now you got it, buddy. And we got it. Yep. And then I looked it. over it. I jump back to a, I jump also back to a AEW. I know I kind of, uh, we're sitting there talking about it, but that Pac and uh, Eddie Kingston match, like Eddie Kingston, my, my wife's like, he's not a very good wrestler. It's like, no, he's not. He's, <laughs> In a, terms fighter. Of he's a fighter and his, he's so damn compelling on the microphone. It just, it shows you that this art isn't what, you know, it's not just so cut and dry, right? You don't need to follow someone's blueprint because you might be your own blueprint. Don't do, don't do what someone yeah. else does. Just believe in yourself. And, and back to what we were talking about with Big E, you need to be more serious and you need to do that. No, you just need to be yourself. Be yourself. You need to do. You, and, you know, I, yeah. I don't need to see Eddie Kingston with uh, a short arm scissors and headlocks and a uh, fireman carries. I, I don't have to. Like I, doing I the old, doing all him. the old. Uh, what's the kick up? Do the old kick up into the super. Yeah, doing a kip up. Where you put it out your mind. Yeah, like right. if you, if you expect Eddie Kingston <laughs> to kip up, that's like saying they gonna you want to see me do it. Yeah, right. Like you know, he he's not he's not that guy. But um, from a toughness standpoint yeah. and uh, being able to take it as much as he gives out, he's right there. There's, yep. there's not many else that I feel like are tough like that. And yep. uh, I just look forward to seeing those matches. But what what else struck you 
on on that show other than well Ty Conte and Jay Cargill. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was the pack and and uh, Eddie Kingston match, which I said, which I really enjoyed. The Deeb and Conte match, as you said, cheeks aside, that was a really well worked match. And again, yeah. the, the match I didn't think get, got enough love this week, and I absolutely agree. Darby Allen and Brian Cage going to war in that main event. I love the story that was told, and I'm looking forward to see uh, to seeing what is to come from that. Now, NXT on Wednesday, a uh, really good show, but it's a tournament show, right? We're dealing with the Dusty Rhodes Classic, so it's not the typical show that they're telling a different type of story right so uh good good show highly entertaining right not gonna be my weekly winner i will say this about nxt though we were talking about the things you know you like to be popped you like to have things to look at the rascals appearing on nxt as msk wesley and nash carter that was my after nxt like that was my my big takeaway from that night that's what would left me feeling really good because um i just they're talented, man. I just don't. They're, they're, those are two guys I just don't see failing because of the passion, because of the the work that we've seen from them in the past. So I was really excited about that. Mark, I got to be honest, man. It, it, I mean, it's it's a no brainer. I didn't want to bury it too much. Everyone had solid shows this week, but I don't think anyone delivered in the way SmackDown did. It was keep it simple, stupid. You had great pro wrestling, Shinsuke Nakamura and Jay Uso. I thought Corbin and Rey Mysterio was a fine match. And then you have the story yeah. being told yeah. with Dominic and Ray and maybe a little bit of, you know, father, son, um, you know, back and forth. Like, I like the way that was playing out. Cesaro and Daniel Bryan, are you kidding me? And then you had Apollo Crews taking out Sami Zayn. When you got Shine going to Apollo Crews, Cesaro, and Shinsuke Nakamura, and not just regular Shine, but pins, clean pins, right? Well, not exactly clean. Apollo Crews did grab the tights, but that's beside the point. When you have Apollo Crews, Cesaro, and Shinsuke Nakamura getting love in actual matches, and then they're set they're to the metronome that was Roman Reigns, which I think is the best story being told right now in professional wrestling, in, bar in none. A, in the game. How do you not <clears throat> give it to SmackDown, man? There's three of my favorite, most underutilized wrestlers being put in promising positions, being and highlighted. We, in, for it. we did, and we got it. What was it two weeks ago when we were talking about the IC title? And I was like, the number one thing I would do is break up Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro. As much as I love them, we need them in this picture. And damn it, two weeks later, we get it. Uh, I, I, and listen, I, I, we know people listen. I'm not saying it's because they listen. I, I doubt that. I don't think that highly of myself. I'm just saying, well, that's fine. I'm, well, you should. You're a Hall of Famer. I'll just say this. I don't give a shit why it happened. I'm just happy that it did happen pro wrestling aired on a big way last night on friday great show for smackdown they also get my weekly winner i think i guess we still got shofi hanging on the line shofi it's been a couple weeks since we talked to you our official our unofficial official weekly winner statistician need to hear from him to see where the uh where the rankings lie coming up later than the show thanks for listening catch us monday through saturday on busted open from 9 a.m to noon eastern on sirius xm fight nation channel 156 the busted open podcast the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.